I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. It's Thursday, February 9th, which means we only have a few more days until the Super Bowl between the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full instant deposit match up to $100 on the best daily fantasy app. Last episode, we covered our props. We went through quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, first touchdown, anytime touchdown. In this episode, we are doing our official Super Bowl game picks. I welcome back on Colby Olson. Colby, we've had an amazing year, both on Picket, where we're putting in more bets, but on the podcast especially. This year on Game Picks, I am winning at a 60% rate, 77 and 52, up 21.96 units. You've been deploying two units, so I think you're even better than me this year, at least lately in the NFL. You've been killing it. Great to see you. Cannot wait to pick the winner of the Super Bowl. What's going on, my friend? It's such an exciting game. Um, and I think I've gone back and forth on which team that I think is going to win. Um, you know, there's so many different factors you can look at for these teams, right? All we keep hearing is how good this Eagles defense is, but they really haven't played many great teams. All we've been hearing is how this Chiefs offense is an all-time offense. And even I'll harp on that, but they have been stopped before. Right. They've been held in check by a Bengals defense. They've been held held in check by a Bills defense. Right. When they do face good teams, sometimes they do get held in check. So it's like strength on strength on strength on strength. And like who is going to be at their best in this game? And I don't know. I agree. So let's talk just uh, uh, about the spread for a little bit. Eagles are minus one and a half. Currently, as we sit here, we have seen some twos enter the market, whether that be on win bet or a couple of sharper books. We've seen twos back down to one and a half. According to VEASAN data, which gets it from DraftKings, 69% of bets, 71% of the handle as we speak today on Thursday is on the Philadelphia Eagles. But it's important to know where the DraftKings data comes from because DraftKings is based in Massachusetts, in Boston. They're going to get a lot of East Coast action. So you see a lot of money pouring in on the Eagles, but you look at a lot of different websites, right? You look at covers.com, you look at Action Network, you look at the Picket Sports app, plenty of different sources. It's going to be around even, maybe leaning a little bit more to the Eagles, but it makes sense, right? The Chiefs opened up as favorites, and that was immediately bet towards the Eagles side. So a lot of this money has come in on them early. A lot of big bets were placed on the Eagles as underdogs. So I think a better way to look at it is to look at the money line bets because more money line bets are on the Kansas City Chiefs right now. 55% of bets, but the handle is really split. We know that if you're betting on the Eagles, more than likely you're betting on the spread. And if you're betting on the Chiefs, more than likely you're betting on the money line as a dog. And currently right now, money between the over and the under is pretty split. On some sites, we see more money on the under. On VEASAN, for example, we see more money on the over. And we've also seen a line move towards the over. 
going from 49 and a half. Now it is up to 51 and a great stat from Evan Abrams on Action Network. You want to follow line movement in the Super Bowl. Colby, I don't know if you have that stat on hand. I have a rough estimate of what it was. But in this game, historically, and the game being the Super Bowl, you want to follow line movement, correct? It is true, and I've seen um, a lot of different data points pointing to that trend. The My kind of counter to that trend on the uh, money line and spread side of things is that Yes, the Eagles did open as plus at plus one and a half, um, right? They moved to the favorite, but that was almost immediate. I think that was honestly a bookmaker error. Like they really screwed up on where they set the line. We haven't seen the line move since the first, you know, half hour it was open. So I don't think there was that much. I, I think that trend is being a little overvalued here on this Eagles line moving from plus one and a half to minus one and a half. Yeah, that's perfectly fair, but you know this happens all the time, and it's hard to find, especially on the Super Bowl, odds makers just making a blunder. So there, and the Chiefs have been power ranked above the Eagles all year, right? The Chiefs were probably the number one team; they had the lowest Super Bowl odds, so it makes sense that they would open up as favorites. But the line did move, and going back to that stat from Evan Abrams, you can find him on Twitter at Evan H Abrams. The quote is, follow the line movement in the Super Bowl. 18 times in Super Bowl history, the line has moved one and a half points or more from the opening to the closing lines. The team's direction the line moves towards is 16 and 2 straight up and 14 and 4 against the spread. Now, we've got into a lot of trends. Let's dive into the actual game. But I think it's also important to note, Colby, that we are on opposite sides, at least on our future bets. You have a future on the Eagles. I have a future on the Chiefs. So it's going to be a fun exercise to see how we are going to hedge out of it. Maybe we won't. Give me your game plan going into this game with an Eagles future. What's your game plan? Yeah, so it all goes back to I had a Bengals future and a 49ers future before the playoffs started. Those were the two teams that I thought had a ton of value, and they were oh so close to making the Super Bowl. Um, So then once it got to the conference championships, I said, you know what, I think I'm going to hedge out of the 49ers. Just a rookie quarterback has never won the Super Bowl. It just felt like the right thing to do. So I took the Eagles at plus 240 to win the Super Bowl, but I was pretty confident that that the Bengals were going to beat the Chiefs in the conference championship, so I didn't put any money on the Chiefs. Um, Obviously, here we are with the Chiefs and the Eagles, but my plan right now is I have one unit to win about 3.4 units, I believe. Um, I think my plan is I'm just going to put, you know, one unit on Kansas City, um, I can't lose any money. I can win three units if the Eagles win. That's kind of where I'm at. So let's talk about that because you are not so confident in the Chiefs no. that you're willing to bet four units maybe to get even over that. I'm curious. So you are leaning towards the Eagles. How are you looking at this game? <laughs> to be honest, I'm not leaning in any way. Um, I said this to you last night. I think the best way to not gamble on this game is to target props, target maybe the total, some alternate totals. Um, But I think that this line is 
not sharp, but these two teams are both so incredibly good that I don't know how one can really identify an edge on this game, right? It doesn't seem like a game that really has an edge on either side. Um, you know, I would, I think I even would lean Kansas city at plus value. Um, but to me, I future, this is what I've locked into and I'm just hedging it the best way I can. Um, but I think I do lean Kansas city. I am so unsure about where I lean in this game. I totally agree with you. I think the way to attack this game is through the prop market. I also have some totals that I'm going to be targeting, but as a person with a future on the chiefs, one unit to win three units, got them at plus 300 on the first drive. They were playing the Jaguars. I thought to myself, yep, this is Patrick Mahomes. And then he goes down with an ankle injury. And then I get a little bit nervous. You know, the comments start flooding. Good luck with this future. Patrick Mahomes' ankle is done. So I think to myself, you know what? I'm just going to wait. It's still Patrick Mahomes. And he looked good against the Bengals. And now he has two weeks again. And there have been a lot of rumors coming out that the high ankle sprain, a little bit exaggerated, right? The ankle sprain wasn't as bad as we previously thought. And it showed in that game. Now, two weeks later, you know, Mahomes even posted on Twitter that he was giving a lot of love and support to um, his doctors that were there and helping him through it. So I'm going into this assuming we have an even healthier Patrick Mahomes than against the Bengals where he looked, what, 80, 85%. But this is a tough one because you look at the Eagles and they have a better team or at least a better roster. I go through the secondary. The Chiefs' secondary is a bunch of seventh-round picks, and it's a lot of rookies, and they don't rate all that well this year. The Eagles' secondary is led by Darius Slay, James Bradbury. They have a great secondary. It's against, like, specific, you know, quarterbacks and coverages. Like, they don't rate in certain areas as well as others, but overall, it's a good secondary. The defensive line for the Chiefs is led by Chris Jones. But the Eagles' defensive line is just more vast. They have four elite pass rushers. I think they set the record this year for sacks by a defensive line, where I think multiple of them had over 10 sacks. You look at the offensive line. The Chiefs have a great offensive line, but the Eagles might have the best offensive line in football. I think they do. At least they rate that way. And Jason Kelsey might be the best center. The run game. You'd probably lean towards the Eagles with Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott. The wide receivers, I'm probably going to lean towards A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard over Travis Kelsey, a banged-up Juju <laughs> Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Like, I would give a lot of edges to the Eagles roster, but... But how much of an edge, right? Like, that's my thing, Pete, is we, we've... I want to go back to the trenches real quick because you just brought up about how great the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line is. Um, but if you go look at quarterback sack percentage, and this might be inflated because Jalen Hurts gets out of the pocket and maybe runs out of bounds for a two-yard loss and it's considered a sack. But Kansas City has the second lowest QB sack percentage in football. Philadelphia, they're down the list. They are down the list, Pete. And then you look at, um, you know, we've all obviously heard about how great this defensive line is for Philadelphia. 11.5% sack rate is insane. It's highest in football by a wide, wide margin. Um, but Kansas City's fifth, 8%. So both amazing D-lines. Patrick Mahomes is 
the best in football at evading sacks and yeah. using the pocket to his advantage. Exactly. And that's the point, right? It's like the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line is a top 10, top five unit, but it looks even better by the stats because Patrick Mahomes is so good at evading sacks. That's been kind of his MO his entire career. That's why I love his over rushing yards, uh, which you can hear on the prop episode. Um, so I look at this game and I think to myself, all right, I like the Chiefs. That's why I have the future on them. But I found a way out where I ultimately could win both. But at the end of the day, we've had a great year, and I'm willing to get a little risky on the Super Bowl. So I'll end with the first quarter total bet, but I was looking at the Philadelphia Eagles through the first half, minus the 120. And the way my brain thought about it was the Eagles, they rank first in DVOA and second quarter defense. They rank third in first quarter offense, and they rank within the top 10 in second quarter offense. They But they rank 15th in first quarter defense. So the offense comes ready to play. They usually come out hot, especially on a turf field, right? Both these quarterbacks, they play better on these type of surfaces in a dome. So we should see a tick more offense than we're used to, even with two highly explosive offenses. So I have the Chiefs to win the full game. Here's how I'm thinking about it. If the Eagles win through the first half, the Chiefs are one of football's best second half teams. You look at their fourth quarter numbers and they're solid, but their third quarter, they might be the best team in the third quarter in the NFL. They have a game plan and then they adjust at halftime with one of the best coaches in football, Andy Reid, which is also a big edge for the Chiefs here because I like Nick Sirianni, but it's hard to find a better head coach in the NFL right now than Andy Reid and maybe better heart to find a better head coach all time. Like he is in that range. I think if the Eagles can get a first half lead, they're either going to win the game. So I would have properly hedged out of that Chiefs future by putting 1.2 units on the Eagles first half but when I look towards the rest of the game, can the Eagles win the first half while the Chiefs winning the game? I think so. You have Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day. Even if he gets down, is there anyone else that you'd rely on to come back? I kind of, I'm thinking about this game similarly to the 2016 Super Bowl. Patriots versus Falcons, 28-3. to Could we see something like that? Where the Eagles are so prolific in the first half, they're kind of similar to the Falcons in that way, but the Patriots have Bill Belichick and the Patriots had Tom Brady and they ordered, they mounted a comeback. Now, is it going to be 28 to three? I don't think so. I really don't think so, but I'm kind of looking at it that way. Now, when I look at the Eagles, if they lose the first half, let's say the Chiefs are up at half. Do we believe the Eagles with Jalen Hurts overcome Patrick Mahomes in the second half when Mahomes is that good in the third quarter and the Eagles win the game. That's how I would lose both bets, both the future and the Eagles first half. If Mahomes is ahead at half and then the Eagles mount a comeback, I think that's the most unlikely scenario, considering that the Eagles have been a better first half team this year. Now, they could come out slower. We've seen that in Super Bowls before. But I think it's very important for Patrick Mahomes to get a lead early. I wouldn't even be surprised if on the coin flip, they want to receive. They want to get on the board early. So I could lose the Eagles first half. But knowing how good they are in the first half, 
and then knowing how good the the Chiefs are in the second half, I think the hedge of Eagles first half with my future on the Chiefs is the best possible way to possibly win both bets. How are you thinking about that one? I like it because you're giving yourself a middle option and that makes it fun. It's the Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, going off of your analysis, Pete, right? They, yeah, the Chiefs are the best comeback team in, in sports today. Um, at least Patrick Mahomes being the best player in football, that that surely helps. But um, I agree. I think it's a great way out of it. Yeah. And another way, I think the Eagles can find some success here. Jalen Hurts against zone coverage drops off a lot in a lot of different stats. And the Chiefs are the defense that plays some of the most man coverage in football. The Eagles and Chiefs, I think, are going to score here. That's why my second favorite bet, if we're not talking about my hedging, because if you never took, you know, I gave out the Chiefs future, but if you're not on that and you're like, I don't want to play the Eagles, I think we're both, if you put a gun to our heads, saying we'd go with the Chiefs. It's Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to really be on the other side, even though the Eagles might have the better roster here. I'm looking at the first quarter over nine and a half. So I grabbed it at minus 125. If you download the Pickett Sports app, you would have gotten an alert when I did place that. Now it's probably up to minus 135. I placed it at minus 125 on DraftKings. Now it's at minus 135. If you see 10, I would take 10. The last couple of Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes in them, a lot of them land on 10. And, but there's a lot of trends in outside Super Bowls, not ones that feature Patrick Mahomes, that are going to point you towards the first quarter under. I think first quarter unders in the last 18 Super Bowls are 12 and 6 or something like that. Like the first quarter under has been extremely profitable. So if you are a trends better, you're not going to like this one. But here's what I see. I see the Chiefs in terms of DVOA, they have the number of offense in the first quarter. In terms of DVOA, the Eagles have the third best offense in the first quarter. Both defenses, they don't really perform well early on in games. Chiefs, they rank 23rd in DVOA defense in the first quarter. The Eagles, they rank 15th in DVOA defense in the first quarter. Remember, they rank number one in the second quarter, not the first quarter. Both defenses come out a little sluggish. Both offenses look to score early. All I need in the first quarter is a touchdown and a field goal to go over nine and a half. You're probably going to find the 10 line at either between plus 105 to minus 105. I personally think the worst thing that happens here is a push if you get it at 10, but I love it at nine and a half. I both offenses want to get a lead early. That's the point here. You have to get out to a lead early. If you're the Eagles, you have to establish it early. If you're the Chiefs, you cannot go down to the Eagles and they can run away with it and just run the football. I think it's going to be both offenses hyper-focused early, and on top of it, I like the area that they're playing in, right? Dome-type atmosphere, playing on turf. Both offenses are going to be fast out of the gate. And knowing that the Chiefs play so much man defense, when Jalen Hurts is better against man defense, I think they're going to have success. But at the same time, there's no way I'm going to doubt the first quarter offense of Patrick Mahomes, who's been here before. So I like the Eagles to move the ball early. I like the Chiefs to move the ball early. So I'm going over nine and a half in the first quarter, which is completely different than the trends would point you towards in the Super Bowl. I really like this bet. 
I put 1.1 units on it. I meant to put 1.25, but I accidentally pressed the wrong buttons. So now I have 1.1 units and the line moved. So that's what I'm on. It's to win like 0.94, whatever it is. That's what I love in this game. I, I lean towards the over, even though a lot of Super Bowl trends in the last five are going to point you towards the under. Four and one in the last five Super Bowls, the, the Super Bowl has gone under. I don't, I like the line movement here from 49 and a half to 51. I like the over. I like overall points in this game. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to put up points, but I think the Eagles, they match up well against the Chiefs defense. But I'm not going to be on the full game over. I'm targeting my favorite part of this over, which is the first quarter. What are your thoughts? I love it. And I want to back you up on the trend thing because trends are trends, but um, there is a loss element of those trends, right? The 12 and six, there were six times where that didn't work out. Um, So when you see it, you see it. I'm trusting you, Pete. I put that in when I saw you bet it on picket, you know, a couple days ago, Um, I got that one in there. So, I'm moving over, and I'm going to be taking Kansas City's team total over. It's sitting at 24.5 right now, which is, you know, you wish it was 23.5 because they could put up 24. They really could. I'm not going to tell you that they couldn't. But the reason I like this, and the reason I like this pick a lot more than betting on the Chiefs themselves or betting on the Eagles themselves is because – I think both teams can score points here, right? But there is, I do like the Chiefs more than I like the Eagles in this game. Um, So it it allows me to win this bet if it's a big, big scoring game, right? Chiefs score 31, Eagles scores 27, whatever it is, the game goes over. Would it go? Yeah, we'll go over that. Um, but it also allows me to win, say, if the Chiefs score 27 points and the Eagles don't keep up with the Chiefs somehow, right? I like the Chiefs to score in this game, and I like it that I can win even if they lose here. So over 24 and a half, it's minus 115 right now, depending on where you look. Um, so that's what I'm grabbing. Uh, we have actually an interesting question coming in from the TikTok Live. Which great defense has the Chiefs scored over 24 against? It's a great no, it is a great question. Um, because they only scored 23 against the Bengals last week. Um, you know, they kind of have been held in check somewhat. They scored 24 against the Bengals earlier in the year. They scored 30 against the Chargers, um, and only 20 against the Bills. So it's a it's a great question, but I also am not sold totally on this. Eagles defense I think this Eagles defense has been a little bit overvalued they haven't played much competition and the last time that they played a great offense they give up 40 points to Dak Prescott in their worst game of the year that's really the only team that they've played that's had a good offense in a while they give up 33 points to the Packers Um, that's probably the second best offense they faced Um, they even gave up 32 to the commander so like I think that this Eagles, this is a play on, I know Mahomes is going to score, but also I think we're overvaluing this Eagles defense. I think that's fair. Um, Especially uh, the Eagles secondary does drop off um, against pre-snap motion. Um, They're one of the best secondaries um, when the offense doesn't change their play pre-snap. But after they do, and Mahomes is going to be surgical back there. I think they dropped to 22nd in defense in their secondary with pre-snap motion. Mahomes is going to be changing things up. It's going to be exciting. 
I think we're going to see points. And I'm, I think it's going to be one of the most exciting Super Bowls that we've ever seen. I mean, genuinely, Pete, the Chiefs are, if they're not one, they're number two or number three in terms of offensive production. And the Eagles just have not faced a team like them. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Because uh, you also have to look at the Eagles' strength of schedule. And the reason I love the Eagles over 10 wins, it was my biggest prop bet of the NFL season, was I looked at their schedule. I was like, they don't even have to be that good to go it. And they have been great. They have a great roster. But teams who have this easy of a schedule don't often fare well in the Super Bowl. It's just a fact. But there is line movement. So there's a lot of conflicting things here. You really have to go with your heart. And I'm sticking with my Chiefs future. I'm sticking with the, the first half because I think I have an opportunity to win both. And then I also have the first quarter total over. So we've cut the game. Now let's get into who we think can win the MVP. Because I think it's important. I've seen a lot of uh, TikToks and a lot of different um, social media posts of don't take the winner of the Super Bowl. Just take the quarterback. And I think if you're betting on the Chiefs, that makes sense. Right? If you're betting on the Eagles, I don't think it does as much. Because the Eagles, they're, like we said, their roster is better than the Chiefs and it's less relied upon than Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is in a different tier than Jalen Hurts. You know, he, even if he has a pretty good game, remember Damian Williams had that great game and Patrick Mahomes still won the MVP? Like that wouldn't be probably the same for Jalen Hurts because he just doesn't have that pedigree yet. So I think the best bets for the MVP in my eye, because I do think that the Chiefs end up winning this game. I'm going to be on some Chiefs players to win the Super Bowl, or excuse me, to win the Super Bowl MVP. And it starts with Patrick Mahomes at plus 130. So I'll be on that for probably 0.5 units. I haven't bet it yet. But then I'm also going to pair it with Travis Kelsey at I think 15 or 16 to 1. Those two players, if I look at the Chiefs team, because I don't think there's going to be a defensive player, maybe outside of Chris Jones, but the Eagles offensive line is so damn good. I think it's going to be hard for him to make such a big impact that he ends up winning the MVP. Do I think he's going to play well? Of course. But to win the MVP against that offensive line, I think is a very tall task. You look at the pass catchers. Travis Kelsey is his guy. 14 catches in, in the first playoff game. Like he targets him like nobody's business and the Eagles can be beat across the middle. So I think if there's anybody who's going to win the MVP, I'm pairing it Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Those, I think if you like the chiefs, you should go with that. If you like the Eagles, I think Jalen hurts is a good enough play, but I would look towards a running back like miles Sanders. I think miles Sanders is going to be a free agent after this year. They could just, give it to him 30 times in this game if they go up and he could end up winning the MVP. Maybe A.J. Brown. I'm on A.J. Brown's over 69 and a half receiving yards. He could have a big day against his chief secondary when we know that they play a lot of man coverage. A.J. Brown, deep down the field, he could be the recipient of two touchdown catches and go for over 100 yards. Then maybe does he win the MVP? There's a end. You could look at the defense. What about Hassan Reddick, a guy who could wreak havoc, maybe have multiple sacks in this game? Force fumble, strip, touchdown. He could be a huge difference maker for the defense. So I'd look at all those guys. But I think to simplify it, I will be on Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to win the MVP. Well, I want you to guess for me 
the last time a running back won the Super Bowl MVP? Is it been ever? Yes, and it hasn't been since the 90s. Terrell Davis, Denver Broncos, 30 carries, 157 yards, and three touchdowns. So just to give you an idea of what you have to do to maybe win the Super Bowl MVP as a running back, that's what you have to do. I mean, you have to have a an historic day. Um, so I don't see much value on Miles Sanders at, you know, 25 to one. I do agree with you on Travis Kelsey. I think Super Bowl MVP bets are about value for me and about randomness, right? You hit Cooper Cup last year and and that was such an exciting win. Um but it's got to be a quarterback. I mean, it, it's just going to be a quarterback. It's one of those years where it's going to be a quarterback. Mahomes hurts, but if there was going to be a non-quarterback, it's going to be Kelsey. And there's the narrative there, right? Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, the brothers facing each other in the Super Bowl. Let's say Mahomes throws for 300 yards and two touchdowns, and 150 of them are to Kelsey, and he has both touchdowns. Maybe Mahomes throws for three because our guy Jody Fortson is getting in the end zone. But I think that Travis Kelsey could end up winning the MVP or it's going to be Mahomes. I just can't see anyone. But I wouldn't put it past a guy like A.J. Brown, honestly, to win it for the Eagles. I really wouldn't. His matchup is so good against this Chiefs secondary, especially with Hurts playing against man coverage. And we've seen pass catchers do it before. We saw Edelman do it, right? And maybe in that Bengals Super Bowl against the Rams, if Cup didn't win it, who was, again, a pass catcher, T. Higgins might have won it. So pass catchers can win these awards. And I think if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be A.J. Brown. So I would look towards him. I would look towards Kelsey. And I'm looking towards Mahomes. I might even end up betting on A.J. Brown just to kind of double down on my over 69 and a half receiving yards. I think he's going to have an amazing day. I also don't think you should put any money on Hassan Reddick. And the reason why is the last linebacker who won was Von Miller. Um he had six tackles, two and a half sacks, and one pass defended. And as I mentioned earlier, Mahomes is just so good at evading pressure. He doesn't get sacked a lot. Um, it's really going to take two to three sacks for Hassan Reddick to win this MVP award, and I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I think just a lot of people listening, you know, everyone has their own opinions, and someone might want to, you know, sprinkle a little bit on a defensive player to win it. I just think he's the best bet out of anyone to win it. That's kind of why I lean towards him. If you want a defensive player to win MVP, if you just want to have a little fun, we've made planets, maybe a little sprinkle. And Reddick is that guy. If you're looking to have a little fun, I would sprinkle on Darius Slay at, at plus 15,000. Like say he has a pick six or something. I feel like that's, you know, if you're going to go big, go big on that. No, that's a good point too. So your final picks for the Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> I don't think I'll be betting on the Super Bowl MVP personally, um, but gun to my head, it's a quarterback. And gun to my head, it's Patrick Mahomes plus 130. Perfect. It is oh. interesting to me, I will bring up, it is an interesting to me that Patrick Mahomes is plus 130 to win Super Bowl MVP. Travis Kelsey is the third most uh, favorite to win the Super Bowl MVP, and yet Jalen Hurts is priced below Patrick Mahomes at plus 140. That doesn't make much sense to me. I, I don't get that. Um, just based on the where the line is at, you would expect the Eagles to have a higher probability of winning the Super Bowl, but Jalen Hurts has less of a chance of winning the Super Bowl MVP than Mahomes. It doesn't add up to me, but there you go. So <laughs> our picks, I'm on the first quarter over nine and a half at minus 120. Take it at 10. I am on the Eagles first half minus 120, their money line. 
So if it's tied at half, we get a push there. Um, but really, I like the Eagles through the first half because of my future on the Chiefs. I think there is a middle here where the Eagles can get through the first half, but the Chiefs end up winning the game. The only way I lose both is if the Chiefs go up in the first half and then the Eagles mount a comeback. I think that's the most unlikely scenario in this game, so I'm willing to play both. In terms of an MVP, give me Patrick Mahomes at plus 130. Give me Travis Kelsey at 16-1. to And then I might sprinkle on AJ his MVP odds as well. That's how I'm playing the Super Bowl. If you want to hear our props, make sure to check out the other episode. It was posted on Monday. Make sure to download the Pickett Sports app. It's completely free to download. It's in the episode description, and you will get an alert whenever we make more plays because we haven't even talked about Gatorade. We haven't talked about the National Anthem. Like There could be a lot of other bets that we put in towards Sunday. Remember, it's only Thursday, so make sure to download if you want to tail us Colby go over your picks and then we'll say goodbye yeah as I said I'm I have this Eagles uh, future that I'm riding out I wouldn't say that I am crazy confident in it but um you know the value is telling me that I should stick with it I have just a little hedge with uh just to cover the the unit on the Chiefs right now but the play that I will be really on is this over 24 and a half Chiefs team total um, and then as well, that Patrick Mahomes over pass yards, uh, over 300 pass yards prop that I gave out in the last episode is another one that I just absolutely love. Definitely. Make sure to download prize picks full 100% deposit match. There is a free square available on prize picks. Patrick Mahomes over half a passing yard and you get a full 100% deposit match. If you use the code, just gridiron, the link to download prize picks is in the episode description. Let's make some money, people. But we have to remember that none of this was gambling advice.